Welcome to the Pre-Vet Pausecast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to season four of the Pre-Vet Pausecast, Binging the Application. I'm Alex Avellino. With me is my producer and strategic communications intern, Mr. Jeffrey Young, and special guest, former TA for one of our undergraduate classes, new student for the class of 2025, Mr. Kyle Fox. Kyle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so glad you're here today. Jeffrey, why don't you tell the audience why why we brought Kyle in? Uh, so we brought Kyle on today uh, because last episode I talked a little bit about how to gain veterinary experience, and Kyle's going to talk today about how to get some of that non-veterinary experience onto your application. Yes, because both Kyle and Jeffrey did stellar jobs in our undergraduate class in the, what semester was that? Spring 21. Spring 21 semester. The students loved hearing about the involvement, the activities, and we wanted to make sure that we allowed our listeners to get the same experience. So that is why Kyle is here today. All right, Kyle, take it away. Tell us how you got, well, first of all, we should say, students, when you're listening, Just know that Kyle is a great example of best practices. So while you're listening to this, this is your opportunity to jot down some notes and some ideas. You might not be able to do everything that he did or has on his resume, and that's okay. This is just some examples of ways to get involved. So Kyle, talk to him about how you got super involved with the Gator Nation. All right. So yeah, so I was started here in 2017 as a freshman at University of Florida. So I will be a double Gator always great to be a Florida Gator. And so the biggest thing when I got onto campus was getting involved on campus. At that time, I wasn't dead set in veterinary medicine, but I knew I wanted to be involved both on my campus and in my community. And so before I start, I want you all to kind of think about what are the extracurricular activities that you are participated in on your campus, in your community, in your city, back at home, just stuff you can put on your resume and especially in your Vimcast, because that's not the only, they don't just look at animal experience or vet experience. They want a well-rounded, unique individual. And so in my time here on campus, University of Florida, I was a national champion club soccer player. I joined Greek life. I was a member of Dance Marathon. I was also the head of recruitment for Autism Speaks University. And so these four things, I think it really helped me develop into a worthy applicant at the time, but what helped me later in life as a vet student, as a veterinarian, and just shaping kind of who I am uh, through my time here at University of Florida. Can we break these down really quick? So club soccer, so mm-hmm. we're talking sports. Yep teamwork, leadership, different folks from different cultures, exactly. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to work together. So any sport is going to be helpful. And you don't have to play. You're, you said national champion. What was it called? Yeah. Okay. Sophomore year, we won nationals. It was We played Ohio State in the final. Ugh, we, we Ohio was, State. I know, exactly. It's always great to beat a Buckeye. <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, club soccer I played for four years. Uh, I haven't been playing recently just because, you know, injuries and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, club soccer is a great thing because you get to, meet, of course, like you said, meet people from other, you know, cultures, religions, languages. And actually, it's one of the things that I talked about in my interview uh, for vet school a lot was my club soccer and how you teamwork, responsibility, 
um, just hard work in general can really help you later in life. Oh, responsibility. So true. That's one of the big things that they ask in the interview is how have you shown responsibility and, and you're responsible to your team showing up to practice. Are we talking about practice? Like you got to show up. Um, but you know, y'all don't have to be national champions. You don't have to play club sports, but intramural sports are open to everyone. Mm -hmm. Then you mentioned Greek life. Mm -hmm. Talk about what qualities from Greek life are important for a veterinary school application. For, so for me, obviously, I was a member of fraternity here on campus, and the whole being part of a member of Greek life and joining a fraternity, it can be stressful, and there's a lot of negative stigma that surrounds Greek life, but there's also a lot of good that we do as members of, of our community, whether it's raising money for different causes, whether it's Dance Marathon or Autism Speaks, or um, the or we do a, a, a philanthropy every year, and so... For us, for me, for the biggest thing was time management and having responsibility over my certain tasks within our organization. And so the biggest thing was time management, which is huge for vet school, because obviously we were looking at our schedule for first years the other day, and it's a full-time job from 8.30 yes. to 4.30. And so being able to time manage and find that space where you can do something you love, but also perform well in the classroom, I think being a part of Greek Live was a big part of it. But also being able to talk to people. Thank you. So much networking goes into Greek life. And truly, I, I hear what you're saying about there can be some negative stigma there, but truly folks in fraternities and sororities are training to be leaders on campus. And you really do get that the, those communication skills mm -hmm. through that Definitely. opportunity. So Dance Marathon and Autism Speaks mm -hmm. would both be community involvement, community service, which is something that the application asks to see what did you learn through those organizations? Mm -hmm. So Dance Marathon was kind of through my fraternity. I was our ambassador for two years while I was here at the University of Florida. And again, it was just responsibility and giving back to, you know, a community that has given, you know, provided me so much of my time here. And just getting involved in an organization that you're passionate about. You don't want to get involved in something that you don't love or that you don't see the, the good in it. And so that's why I was involved with Dance Marathon and Autism Speaks, because I feel like those two organizations do a lot for you know children and people that that need the help and deserve the help and so it, and I've been blessed with you know great parents great schooling health and so giving to people who haven't been blessed in that way I think is huge I mean and I mean again responsibility it's taking care of what tasks you have because other people count on you So another thing that comes up a lot, either in the application or in an interview, would be talk about a time where you've either experienced conflict or you've had to overcome a challenge or obstacle. And just by adding all of these activities to your resume, I'm sure you could answer that just from an activities mm -hmm. standpoint. Definitely. So students, that's another reason to get more involved because then you have more life experience. You're more well-rounded. You've been exposed to more humans. And let's remember, vet men is really like 75% people, despite what most folks think. So getting involved in these organizations will definitely help with that. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. It, it definitely makes you more well-rounded person. And this is actually the first question they asked me in my interview here at the University of Florida was, tell us about your extracurricular activities and mm -hmm. how that helps you grow as a person. And so thankfully, I already had all these four listed out in my head before the interview started. And so I was able to talk about it and they could see that I was passionate about this. And it also shows that you can be passionate about something you set your mind to, and that will be vet medicine for four years. And so... Um, finding stuff that you love doing is is massive. Absolutely. I was not, you know, the perfect veterinary applicant. For me, my biggest thing was keeping my grades up, 
getting veterinary experience and being on active on campus. I did not have the most veterinary experience hours compared to a lot of my peers that also got in this cycle. But I think what helped me a lot was showing that I didn't just do vet animal. I wasn't just around animals and people associated with animals. I did other stuff that did with Thais Marathon Autism Speaks and that was able to, I feel like helped me out in my application more so than just having vet experience on my, on my resume. And so ways to get involved on your campus. I feel like every single campus, every single college, university, no matter how big or small, has an undergraduate uh, research center. They have a club list of clubs or organizations you can join. Here at the University of Florida, we have you know, multiple uh, programs to help students get involved. And so it's really about putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and doing something you're passionate about. Because in your interview or just when you're actually participating in these clubs, it's easy to tell the people who are really dedicated to something and those that who are just fakers that are there to put something on their resume. True. So be a part of something that you love and and have fun. Enjoy it because school only lasts four years, so you might as well enjoy those four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also, Kyle, can we just briefly touch on the, the piece about being bilingual. Mm, yeah. Because you're bilingual. And I while am. that's not getting involved per mm-hmm. se, it's just another piece of your application. So talk about why being yeah. bilingual is helpful. So my biggest thing, so when I was first taking Spanish, seventh grade, eighth grade, way back in middle school. Um, so I played soccer growing up since I was three. And so obviously I was surrounded by uh, people of different cultures, religions, and languages, of course. Spanish being the most obvious and largest. And so when I started taking Spanish seriously, all the uh, the dads on my soccer team refused to speak to me in English. And so I learned it really fast. I had great teachers in high school. And then I actually double majored here at University of Florida in animal science and in Spanish. So all that hard work, you know, paid off for something in a degree. But being able to speak Spanish, yeah, it's, it's not getting, you know, getting involved, but it lets you reach out to more people mm. and understand more people, which yes. I think is, is massive. I mean, diversity is a big part of being a, a profession of, of any profession really especially in vet med because not all your your patients are going to look the same mm-hmm. not all your clients are going to be white middle class males or females they're going to be speak different languages and have different belief systems and so for me studying spanish not just the language but also the culture i feel like would definitely help me later on in vet school and as a veterinary professional because not everyone in florida speaks english no we do no, not heck no, no we don't not. So, yeah, speaking Spanish, I think it's, you know, one of my kind of cool facts that I kind of break out every now and again um, in front of my friends. Of course, you know, they give me some trouble for it, but, you know, it definitely helps later on. And it was kind of cool to talk about on a, in an interview, too. And um, especially if one, of your, if one of your interviewers, you know, speaks Spanish, you go on a full-on conversation Ugh. if you really wanted to. Yes. Yeah, it's just another, it's one more way to market yourself. Mm-hmm. And so students, if you're like, okay, well, I'm thinking about double majoring in blank. Like, just think about how... How can that help you long-term down the line as a veterinarian? What can you talk about in your interview? Um, Even a minor, you know, I'm not wild about minors. It's just a minor. But if it's a minor that you can market, think about that. That's Mm -hmm. another way to get involved. Exactly. So that was my my whole thing coming into college, too, was I wasn't originally going to do a dual degree, dual major uh, plan of study. I was going to do a minor in Spanish. And so I'm kind of a traditional, non-traditional student in a weird way is that I came into college with my associate's degree already. So I came in with like just like Jeffrey. Yeah, just like Jeffrey, exactly. And so I was asked when I first presented all this information in our class whether students would want to spend the additional, you know, two years, typical two years after your associate's degree, two more years to get your bachelor's, mm. which is what I could have done, mm. or spend a full four years here at University yes. of Florida. Yes. 
So that's another way mm -hmm. you got super involved. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey, what do you think? I think that's a great plan. I went the other route. I kind of pushed through it pretty quickly. Uh, but I definitely think taking the time to be able to get those extracurriculars on your list is awesome. Yeah. So listeners, because a lot of you are applying right now. So your path has been your path. But the folks who are listening who haven't applied, there are multiple ways to do this application. Jeffrey did early college, so he has less time at UF. Kyle had an AA and decided to stay for the four years, so he double majored. So there's lots of ways to do the thing. So that's why we try to bring on as many folks as possible, you know, as a veteran earlier in the seasons with veterinarians or students, whoever comes on the show, to give you options. Mm -hmm. So this is just one more option. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah, I, I love my four years here. I mean, originally, I think I was looking over my my degree audit here at UF with my advisor and she was like, oh, you're gonna graduate next spring. And I realized that she wasn't far off from the truth. And so that was, I think my sophomore year. And so I was like, well, I don't have nearly the hours that I need to get into vet school. Um, my grades at the time were good, but they weren't anywhere near what they are now. And so it, was, it gives you time to help recover from any bad grades you may have gotten your first year. Cause first year at any university is always gonna be a tough one. A lot of adjustment and so especially with grades grades can often suffer and so those four years for me also allowed me to get involved on campus kind of space out my classes mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. i think i took one may two maybe two max major science classes at a time and it allowed me to do better in those classes than i think i would have done otherwise yeah. if i had done it in two years which is what i would recommend to any student two science courses a semester is great and if Kyle had chosen to rush through those courses, his grades might have suffered, but now he has a beautiful GPA and all of this wonderful filler on his resume. Mm -hmm. And so we were kind of talking about it earlier, actually when I walked in the room was about, we we're talking about research, because I used to do research here at the University of Florida's College of Vet Med in the Department of Comparative and Diagnostic Medicine and Population Medicine here. And so the biggest thing with research is it looks great on an application, especially if you can talk about it and be enthusiastic about it. Mm. I'm sure interviewers love that, especially if they have some knowledge on the subs on the on the subject, because you can spend 10 minutes of an interview talking solely about the research you've been working on. And so getting involved, it's reaching out to professors. The majority of professors, I'm sure, are doing some type of research or know someone who's doing some type of research. And it's all about reaching out to them and taking initiative. Initiative. It's sending them a resume. And if they don't reply, worst they can say is, no, maybe give, give their office a call, find their receptionist, maybe send them another email. Always include your, your resume, which I know Jeffrey talked about a lot when talking about bed experiences. Have an up-to-date resume and always attach it. It doesn't hurt. If they don't open it, they don't open it. If they see it and it's a great resume, you may have just landed yourself a position in someone's lab. Well, too, I know a lot of students feel anxious about talking to professors and they're like, oh, I don't want to waste their time. I feel awkward. And all of the extracurricular activities that y'all are going to get involved in after chatting with Kyle today will help you feel more confident reaching out to the professors. And if you're attaching a resume that has nothing on it, you're not going to feel super confident about that. But when you can attach a resume that has all of this teamwork, leadership, and philanthropy on there, that's going to make you look like a, an even more exciting candidate to that professor to offer you a research mm -hmm. opportunity. Definitely. It just shows you, you've you been around the block and you've been able to talk to people and you've learned different skills and responsibilities during your time. And so if you have that stuff on your resume when you're applying for these research positions, applying for any job, really, mm -hmm. um, it just makes you look you know, like a person that someone would want to work with. And so when we talk about a good applicant and what does that look like? Uh, I kind of call it the holy trifecta. When I was first lining out 
what I wanted to my application to look like. I kind of have GPA, veterinary slash research hours, and extracurriculars to me are like the big three for getting into vet school. GPA to me was always very important. Um, I was always a good student in high school. I wanted to keep that going here at University of Florida. But along with that, you need the veterinary hours. There's no student that's ever going to be admitted, no matter if you have a 4.0 GPA and you have tens of tens and thousands of extracurriculars. If you don't have any veterinary hours, you're not going to get in. And likewise, if you just have veterinary hours and a good GPA, yeah, you might get in. But if you don't have any extracurriculars, it's going to be hard to show how you're well-rounded or, you know, your networking won't be nearly as, as, as good as someone who did otherwise. And I think it's wonderful to have an admitted student on the podcast so y'all can know these are the kinds of students and resumes and applications you are competing against. And while you don't have to have everything that Kyle had today, just know that every cycle, the applicant pool changes and shifts, but it gets more competitive. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. You want to really fill that bad boy out with lots of really salient quality experiences that show that you've been mentored, that you're teachable, that you are a team player, you have leadership. All of that needs to be on there because that's who you're competing against. It really is. You want to be really fleshed out. Last thoughts, gentlemen? Jeffrey's been like a statue this whole time. Jeffrey's been soaking it all in. I'm sure he has his Vemcast application open up right now looking at his um, current situation. He's got his hours pulled up. How do your hours look, Jeffrey, based on what Kyle is talking about? Uh, so right now my hours, because I do have the majority of my hours in the veterinary experience. I have around 3,600. Oh, um, but that's also from working for four years in veterinary medicine. Uh, but if you look at my... That's more than some veterinarians. <laughs> that's more than I had, just so you guys know. I had nowhere near that number of vet hours. Uh, but if you look at my non-animal extracurriculars... Uh, right now, um, besides the internship I'm doing here with you, Alex, mm -hmm. I only had about 40 hours. Um, oh, interesting. So after this internship, I'll have around 120. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but before that, my extracurriculars were pretty lacking. Um, I do have some non-animal volunteer work. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you have and, research experience. And I do have research as well. Uh, but yeah, this is an area that I'm currently working on. Ooh, wow. The stages of life <laughs> unfolding before us. Um, and then, you know, we'll find out. And Jeffrey, I think what I love about you, Jeffrey, you're very realistic as to how competitive cycles are. Jeffrey knows that it might not be his year. We'll wait and find out. But he is actively working towards improving different areas. It's, I know students, you're doing the same thing right now this summer, thinking about where your areas of improvement are, improving them, increasing that likelihood that you'll get into vet school while everyone keeping in mind, it's a roll of the dice mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think one of the things that you said to me that really stood out uh, when I took your class my first semester here was, it sounds bad, but planning for failure. Yeah. Uh, which I know it sounds a little harsh, but you're not planning to not get in or you're not, you're not hoping to not get in. No. <laughs> but you have to always keep that in mind that that is a possibility and you can't let that deter you mm -hmm. from applying or from doing your best because... You might not get in this cycle, but the things that you do and the things that you learn may help you next cycle. Absolutely. And the students who, I feel fairly confident that all of the students who have not gotten in, when they do get in, they're like, this was the right time for me. This was the right mm -hmm. class for me to be in. I'm glad that I took time to either go get married, go get a master's, travel, whatever they do in their time off. 
So yes, you are planning to potentially apply more than one time. Everyone mm-hmm. should plan on that, but everyone will get to vet school eventually. It's just when and where. Can we get a big go Gators before we sign off? Because I just feel, I feel that Gator energy right now. Oh, my Gator shirt's I like saw it. Kyle has a Gator. I honestly can't stop staring at this, like the sunburn that you have oh, too. Oh, we don't What's happening talk about here? that. I'll blame my mom for that one. Everyone put on sunscreen today. All right, can I get a go Gators on three? One, two, three. Go, go Gators. Gators. I'm Alex Avellino. I'm Jeffrey Young. And I'm Kyle Fox. And we'll talk to you soon.